Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Post 20 Podcast. You're now listening to the Week 4 Preview uh, with a little bit of Week 3 Recap. I am joined, um, as always, by Jeremy. I think he's been on every single one so far. And then Zach is returning after a week off last week. And then we have a new guest. Um, our friend Jack is joining. So welcome, Jack. Thank you for joining us. How's everybody doing this week? I'm doing great, Evan. Happy to be here. Let's keep the uh, let's keep the green rolling this I week. Know. How do we feel about that. Oh, we had a great week last week, and I'm hoping that we can continue that. the The slate looks a little stinkier this week, so we'll have to see. But uh, yeah, it was a good week. How'd you get? How did uh, Zach, Jack? How'd you guys uh, fare for the for the last week? Same as same as the first two weeks. Not too great, but I this week I plan on putting in more sensible bets and hopefully winning money. Jack or Zach, you've gone all quiet. So you sound all muffled. Can you hear me now? Oh yeah, you're good now. No, I said it wasn't too good, just like week one and two. But this week, I plan on putting in more sensible bets, not six like touchdown scores <laughs> for ten dollars. Yeah. So hopefully, I can win some money somehow. All right, sounds good. Jack, how'd you do this weekend? I know you've been doing solo bets recently. Uh, yeah, um, you got that profit boost on DraftKings, which is nice. Like to put some money on those. Uh, hit on a few, but my big winner was that Sunday night parlay I fell asleep in the middle of, uh, <laughs> the same gamer for the Packers 49ers, but yeah, that's all I did this week. But I mean, I had the clean sweep in fantasy, so that's all good. Yeah, that's good. You beat me in one of our leagues. Um, unfortunately, even though I just traded for Zeke and he went off, it wasn't enough ultimately. Um, because my team sucks in there. But we're going to go ahead quickly and go over all the scores from week three. I know Jeremy and I gave you some analysis last week. Um, when there's two of us, you're going to, two, or, or if it's just a solo person, you're going to get more analysis. It's just, you know, we, we have a time constraint, and people don't want to listen to a three-hour show, unfortunately. Um, so I'm going to go ahead, run off, rattle these off quickly for you, and we'll go ahead and get into our picks for week four. So, uh, Thursday, September 23rd, Thursday night football. The Panthers took on a very depleted Texans team led by Davis Mills, um, and the Texans fell. The Panthers won 24-9, to covering that spread. Jeremy was sharp. I think he believe he said uh, he said that they would cover 10, right? That is what I said. Alt line minus 10, baby. Yeah, so Panthers covered. Uh, we were both confident that was going to happen. I don't really think that, that we even have to go into anything there. Darnold looked good. The Panthers in general looked good. McCaffrey uh, looking like he's going to be out for a few weeks. So that's unfortunate, but I think the Panthers are going to continue to roll. That was a good result for them. Poor for the Texans, but what do we expect? It's the Texans. Next game, Chargers-Chiefs. The Chargers knocked off the Kansas City Chiefs, who we thought may be the division leaders at some point, but at this point it seems like they just may never lead that division. Chargers at the top, Chiefs at the very bottom. Um, and I think the Chiefs were, were they five-and-a-half-point favorites in that game? It was it was something kind of astronomical, but the Chargers played fantastic. Chiefs poor, Andy Reid not feeling so good at the end of that one. Had to go to the hospital, but... We'll see if they can bounce back next week. You know, they have the Eagles, so I'd say they probably will. Uh, after that, we had the Cardinals versus the Jaguars. That was also a 1 p.m. game. Cardinals rise to 3-0 while the Jaguars, led by Urban Meyer and an absolutely fraudulent Trevor Lawrence, fall to 0-3 where they belong. Uh, Cardinals, you know, they led up that 106-yard uh, field goal return, which was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Jamal Agnew 
amazing, amazing run. And it was a good effort, but ultimately the cards got their shit together. Defensively had some stops of their own, had a pick six, and uh, they got themselves back into the game, covered the spread, and won uh, commandingly. Bears versus Browns was an absolute shit fest. The Browns battered the Bears, which I knew would happen. A lot of people lost a lot of money on that game because they thought Fields would come out firing. Instead, I believe that they had just about one uh, forward passing yard. So, unfortunate. Don't think it was necessarily all Fields' fault. Uh, Bears' offensive line's a disaster. But the Browns look good. They came out. Kareem Hunt had himself a fantastic game. Um, and that was uh, that was the story there. Uh, Washington versus the Bills was a fucking a score fest. Uh, Washington, three touchdowns of their own. Uh, Bills put up a ton of points, 43 to Washington's 21. Allen looked amazing. The run game looked good. Uh, defensively, you know, we have some questions about the Bills, but overall, a fantastic result. Colts-Titans ended with the Titans 25, Colts 16. Oh, Wentz didn't look so good. Um, Titans, I don't think, played their absolute best football either, but they did uh, do well enough to defeat the Colts, and the Titans currently sit at the top of the AFC South. Saints-Pats. Uh, Saints were an underdog, absolutely battered the Patriots. There was never any chance that the Pats were going to win that game. Jeremy and I were on the Saints heavily. We knew that that would happen. That game ended 28-13. to Falcons won against the Giants by a margin of 3. 17 to the Falcons, 14 to the Giants. Another underdog that Jeremy and I picked correctly. If you rode that, you would have made a lot of money. Uh, Bengals versus the Steelers ended with a tragic win for the Bengals. Um... Uh, tragic for the Steelers, not tragic for the Bengals. Burrow looked good, uh, but really the Steelers beat themselves. Uh, Big Ben is an absolute fraud. We're going to get into that a little bit later. Um, but I really, I'd be fine if he died tomorrow or now. Uh, I hate him. It cost me a lot of money this week. I, I would have been up big time. So uh, good result for the Bengals. Poor for the Steelers. The Ravens versus the Lions ended with a 66-yard field goal. Uh, that's the new record for field goal uh, length with Justin Tucker uh, putting one in at the very end. Their controversial penalty, penalty that didn't get called the live game that probably um, would have had the Lions winning, but we'll talk about that later. 19-17, uh, to 17, that game ended. Jets-Broncos ended with the Broncos um, winning by 26. Jets were held scoreless. They fucking suck. I don't even want to talk about it. Uh, Raiders beat the Dolphins in OT 31 to 28. The Rams defeated the Buccaneers by a margin of 10, 34 to 24. Amazing result for the Rams. Cooper Cup and Matt's uh, and Stafford continue to be uh, the best duo in football at this point, it seems. And then we had the Vikings knock off the Seahawks 30 to 17, costing me more money. The Packers defeating the 49ers 30 to 28, which we told you would happen. And the Cowboys battering the Eagles 41 to 21 and the overhit, which Jeremy and I both had. So we'll go ahead and get into week four here. Um, does anybody have anything notable quickly to say about week three before we get into these picks? Uh, yeah, well, I just want to touch on that touchdown on the kick because I know we talked about it in my group chat, but just for all the viewers, I, my one friend had a hundred dollar free bet and he used it on Jags under nine and a half first half total points. They had zero points with 30 seconds left. They scored a touchdown and then scored that next touchdown and ended up covering the 14 points there. 
Um, how about you guys? Anything, anything fancy? Anything you want to talk about quickly before we uh, before we get into week four recap? Anybody fucking burn you really hard that you want to talk about? I would just like to recognize Justin Tucker's kick. I mean, that's probably never going to be done again, Agreed. and he's definitely the best kicker of all time. It's not close. Hundred percent. I agree. Um, that was. I mean, I, I didn't think it would happen. I mean, if if somebody's going to do it, Tucker's going to do it. Um, he's certainly the best we've seen in our lifetime, probably the best ever. It's not really even disputable. Um, but we do, we really do have to, to give him credit for that because I don't know if we'll ever see that again. Jack, how about you? Anything bad or good? Um, <laughs> nothing really. I mean, I had a pretty good week in general for myself. Um, besides that, though, I mean... No, nothing notable to, for me, at least. That's good. We don't really want notable. We don't want notably bad. Um, I had a couple really bad ones. The Steelers and the Seahawks. I mean, uh, Russ is a fraud. I, I lost money betting with him last season. I should know better. Uh, but I thought that they came out so hot, and I, I wasn't even worried about it. By the time I checked back in the third quarter, I was like, what the fuck's going on? Um, and the Vikings finally get a win, so good for them, but sucky for me. The Steelers, I'm never betting on again for the rest of the season as long as Ben, ben is under center. Um, I actually think they need to take him out back and, and take care of him because there's no way that he should be suiting up in black and yellow. He is a disgrace to the franchise, only getting one Super Bowl for them. I mean, that's disgusting in its own right um, with all the talent they've had. But he's wasting talent right now. He's wasting Najee Harris' talent. He's wasting all the talent of that very, very, very solid receiving core. And frankly, it's disgusting. Hand the team over to Haskins. I don't care what he does. Hand the team over now. All right, week four. We have Jags versus Bengals Thursday, September 30th at 8.20 p.m. What an absolutely fucking disgusting matchup for Thursday Night Football. I don't care what anybody says i am riding the bengals heavily they are minus 330 this is probably a game where they're gonna fucking come out and take a shit i just have a feeling about it but we got two number one picks burrow versus trevor lawrence and i'm riding with burrow i'm gonna take bengals i'm gonna alt it down it's the spread's currently uh seven and a half or seven and a half point favorites i'm gonna alt it down um to minus six and a half which is currently sitting uh, at minus 125, and I think that, that that's a safe pick. Jeremy, what do you think? Yeah, no, um, I, I'm i with you on the Bengals. I mean, the Bengals beat the Vikings, they beat the Steelers, but what does concern me is they played horribly against the Bears, and they seem yeah. to play down to their opponent's um, level sometimes. But that's, you know, they're a young team. I do like the Bengals minus uh, six and a half. I wouldn't do the seven and a half. But yeah, go minus six and a half. And then like Jack said, if you take that on DraftKings, you get the 20% profit boost. Now you're at an even minus 100 instead of minus 125 if you're worried about the odds. Yeah. Um, what do you think, Zach? We can't, we can't hear you. Hello. Oh, there you go. I'm, I'm personally on Jags plus seven and a half. I know how bad they are, but... Trevor Lawrence's first primetime game. He has to prove something. Leads the league in picks right now. He has to prove why he's the number one pick. I think competition versus Burrow, he's going to take it super serious. James Robinson had a bounce back week last week. I don't know. I just think the Jags keep it close, plus seven and a half, and a Jamar Chase touchdown. All right, cool. Um, Jack, what do you think? Um, You know what? I, I think the Jags look terrible. Trevor Lawrence, I mean, he's still a sensational talent. You know, he's one of the best quarterback prospects ever. Um, 
I think I'm going to go with the over here. Okay. I think the Bengals' offense has looked really good. Jamar Chase looks like a stud. You know what? Joe Burrow looks like a like he's weird. Like I think he's just he's a gunner, and you know what? That puts up points. I don't think the Jags' defense is anything good at all either. So, and I think like Zach said, Lawrence is gonna have to do something. And the Jags have put up some points, and I like the over here. Okay. Yeah, I think that over is kind of low at 46 and a half. You know, we have two poor defenses. So I think that that's, uh, that's definitely possible. All righty. Let us move on to the next game. Lost it. Um, we have the Washington football team versus the Atlanta Falcons. Now, there's a lot of value in this game. I think the Washington football team offense played okay last week. It was a little bit of a an off week for their defense. They are currently... One and a half point favorites over the Atlanta Falcons. I think that is criminally low. The Falcons looked unbelievably poor against the Giants. They did win, but it was only because the Giants defeated themselves. I am all over Washington football team minus one and a half. I might even I'm, I might even say that they could win by a touchdown here. I like it. Antonio Gibson had a good week. I think Heineke looked okay. I just think that McLaurin's not—he's going to have a really easy time against this Falcons secondary, um, and I'm—I'm I'm all over the football team here. I'm—I'm going to say football team minus minus one and a half, just just for safety. But that—that's where I am. Jeremy. Yeah, um, football team. I like Taylor Heineke. Their defense this year has not looked like the football team's defense in the past two years. Um, but like you said, I mean, Falcons not good. Matt Ryan's getting old. Their line is doing absolutely nothing to protect him. I think if there's a game that the Washington football team gets back on track uh, defensively, it would be this game. So I'm going to go with the Washington football team money line um, at minus 118. And I'm also going to take the under and hope that they play some good defense here. Um, you know, maybe get like a 28-14 win, something like that, and keep us under that 48 and a half. So yeah, Washington football team money line and the under. Cool. Zach? Where are you feeling, or how are you feeling? I'm definitely riding with you guys on Washington here. Falcons are just terrible. I'm fading them all year because Matt Ryan, he's done. He should retire. And I don't love Heineke, but that offense can move the ball a little bit. And like Jeremy said, the defense has to play up to par compared to the Falcons' defense. I mean, they're non-existent. So yeah. I see the Washington winning by 14 plus. Honestly. <laughs> so so, what is your bet? Are you gonna take money line, or are you gonna? I'll go I'll go minus one and a half, but okay. I, I do think it could be a possible blowout. All right. I agree. I was thinking maybe I'd take it by a touchdown, but I'm gonna go for safety because I always get burned on that shit. Um so Jack, how do you feel about this one? Yeah, I mean it's a pretty disgusting game, let's be real here. Um I, I, I'll I think I'll go with you guys and take the football team okay. here. I mean I, I don't think the Falcons are that awful, but I mean Matt Ryan is just the declining and declining uh i don't love the game but i think i'm gonna go washington negative one and a half and it looks like jeremy said to a get right game for the football team because people had high hopes for him coming in the year yeah tiny key's not bad but that defense is still still stacked and i think this is just a get right game for him yeah we're all seeing the same thing here seeing this one very clearly which means we know what'll happen um, we have the Detroit Lions versus the Chicago Bears next. What an absolutely putrid game. The Bears are currently a three-point favorite. I think that's obscene. I'm all over the Lions, dude. I'm all over it. I like Lions money line. Uh, that's plus 128. Immense value. One of the dogs of the week for me. Um, Goff, 
Goff looks mentally he's not there. Like I know that he's he's not all there. Like he I don't think his Wanderlick score is very high. Um but athletically he's very very talented and there's a lot of other athletically talented players on that team. DeAndre Swift continues to be very impressive. Um and I think that um what's his name? Jamal Williams. Right? Yes, Jamal Williams. Yeah. He's looked very good. Yeah, he's looked fantastic. Um, I always get him and the other backup that was in Green Bay mixed up, A.J. Dillon. But, yeah, Jamal Williams looks great. And I just think that that, that offense is actually pretty high power. They played well against the, the Ravens, who are suspect. But I think that they continue that trend. I think they beat the Bears. The Bears have an awful head coach, worst in America, maybe worst of all time, actually. Um, he's cursed. And Justin Fields, I mean, he's working with nothing here. I, I don't want to blame the kid for everything, um, but I don't see him having a good game here against the Lions. I just think that Lions money line um, is is great value, and I'm all over it. Jeremy, yeah, um, this is this might be the stink fest of the week in terms oh, of quality is. of sports teams. Um, but due to that, I mean, I'm gonna have to take. Uh, I'm going to have to take the Lions with you. I mean, plus money. I mean, this is basically a toss-up, so you're getting way better value, in my opinion. Jared Goff hasn't looked bad as much as I hate to say it. Um, Jamal Williams, good. DeAndre Swift looks electric. Um, They got that wide receiver, Cephas, whatever his name is. Um, He's been on fire. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the Lions here. I don't think the Bears should be favorites. I think this should honestly probably just be an even money line game, not even have a spread. Um, so I'm going to have to take the Lions money line with you as well. Let's go. Uh, what do you think here, Zach? Uh, it's probably an unpopular pick, but I'm going Bears minus three. All signs point towards the Lions covering this game. They have looked good. Bears looked absolutely terrible last week. And like you said, Matt Nagy is a terrible coach. But I, I do love Justin Fields, love the way he played in college. And I just think the Bears are all around better roster than the Lions, better defense. Lions do have a better O-line, which may be the difference in this game, as you saw Bears O-line last week. But I just think I like Allen Robinson touchdown this week, and I do love the Bears minus three. All right, cool. Uh, I'm going to add A-Rob touchdown for you there. That's burned me like two times already, so fuck him. Um, Jack, what do you think? Um, So we got two bad teams again here. Um, I think I'm going to ride with the Lions money line here. I love that. I was eyeing it up. Before he even said that, um, you know, Jared Goff looked like absolute shit just in his career. I mean, besides the Super Bowl year, but I mean, Sean McVay, you know, he always does that with with players and stuff. But um, you know what? I, I like the Lions money line here. Like you said, Swift, Jamal Williams, a good uh, backfield duo. I like TJ Hawkinson, too. I think he's a really good tight end. I think he's going to be top five for a long time. Um you know what? Matt Nagy is a terrible coach. Um, they said they don't even know who they're going to start at quarterback this week. I just don't like that. The Bears are just a shit franchise. And I'm just going to ride with a Lions money line here. All right. Let's go, Detroit. Lions money line. We have the Tennessee Titans versus the New York Jets next. Titans are a seven and a half point favorite. I don't need to say anything else. I think the Titans cover seven and a half. There's no 
need to tease this down. You can tease it down a point to six and a half if you want. You know, if you're going to put it in a parlay, I would recommend doing that just for safety. Um, but if you're taking a bet straight up here, I think Titans minus seven and a half. Uh, I think you it, it's safe to be all over it. The Jets failed to register a point against the Broncos last week, and the Titans are certainly a better team than the Broncos. I don't think we need any more analysis than that. The Jets are the Jets, and the Jets are awful. Titans minus seven and a half is a lock. Jeremy? Yeah, I also will be all over the Titans. Um, I'm a I'm a big minus six and a half guy, so I'll be buying the point down to six and a half. But like you said, the Jets, the Jets, for all we know, this game could be 35-0 with the way the Jets have looked. Um, so I will be taking the Titans minus six and a half, and they also will be going in a teaser that I will discuss at the end of the pod. Very nice. Um, what do you think, Zach? I think the Jets had some hope going into this season. New coach, <laughs> Robert Sala, and they had some good additions. Corey Davis, they had some – they got Michael Carter from the draft and obviously Zach Wilson. I mean, he has looked absolutely terrible. I don't like to overreact, but – looks like the best the worst rookie quarterback so far and they just struggle to put up any points or move the ball whatsoever and that titans offense they should have a field day so i'm going titans minus seven and a half beautiful jack jack are you alive yeah i'm here um <laughs> sorry that's okay <laughs> sorry that's all right. um yeah so i think i'm gonna ride with the titans negative seven and a half the jets look historically bad um zach wilson you know he's still young i mean you had the rookie quarterback problems um but i thought um what's his name robert sala would come in there you know change the attitude of the jets but i mean they just got curb stomped by the broncos the week before that was the four pick zach wilson game i think this is going to be a monster derrick henry game probably another 200 yard performance I, I don't see why not unless they get too out of hand you know what i mean but um yeah, I'm going to ride with the Titans negative seven and a half and just take the line. All right, beautiful. Uh, keeping it simple, we have the Cleveland Browns versus the Minnesota Vikings next. I am all over this one, dude. I'm all over it. This is going to be a game that's a linchpin in all of my bets this week, all of my parlays, and I know that I'm probably going to get fucked on it, but I am not riding with the Vikings. They are returning to dumpster fire culture after their win against the Seahawks. The Browns are winning this one. They're two and a half point favorites. I think they cover. Um, I'm riding Baker. I'm I'm all over the Browns. I think they win this one easily. Browns minus two and a half. Jeremy? Yeah, um, I'm normally a big Vikings guy. I know everyone loves to hate on Kirk Cousins, but he always seems to get the job done um, in these games, these close games. Um, but with that being said, I mean, the Browns are just a way better football team. They're way more well-rounded. They just got all the pieces put together, and two and a half is a little low. I think that they can cover that easily. I'm going Browns minus two and a half. And then, as always, if you're looking for a same-game parlay and you just want to get a little better odds, you throw in a Nick Chubb touchdown, that seems to be a gimme these days. But uh, I'm just going to stick with the Browns minus two and a half. All right, Zach, what do you think? I'm definitely on Browns minus two and a half. That line's way too low. Should be four and a half or five and a half, in my opinion. Uh, that, that'll be one of my bets of the week, for sure. Browns minus two and a half, ride it. All right, cool. Now I'm worried about it because we're all over it. <laughs> Jack, what do you think? I'm going to go a little bit opposite from everyone here. I think I'm going to take the Vikings money line. Okay. Um, the Vikings have always been one of those teams that are just always decently good, you know. 
Kirk Cousins always been a midline quarterback his whole career. Sometimes looks pretty good. I mean, he's looked good so far this year. I mean, Dalvin Cook should be back this week. Uh, the wide receiver deal on Thielen and Jefferson is just some of the best in the league. Um, you know, the Browns were some of the Super Bowl favorites to come into the year. They looked a little shaky on some some of the games, but um, yeah, I, I like the Vikings here at home. And yeah, that's that's my pick. All right, cool. Uh, we have the Indianapolis Colts versus the Miami Dolphins next. I'm all over this fucking shit, too. The Dolphins are minus 132. Uh, they are minus one and a half in terms of spread. Colts, plus one and a half at minus 108, plus 112 on the money line. I'm all over the money line. I don't think the Colts are that bad. I think they had an underperformance last week. They really could have gotten away with a win there. Um, in Tennessee, I think Wentz is probably going to be a little bit more healthy. You know, I'm not a Wentz guy, but I do think that the Colts are a better overall team than the Dolphins. I don't understand what all of this Dolphins suckage is about. I think Tua is fucking awful. I think it's a clown organization. And with all that being said, I'm taking Colts money line at plus 112. I'm all over it. Zach? Uh, I'm actually on Dolphins minus one and a half, believe it or not. Oh, uh, if Brissett's still back there. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't because Wentz is the quarterback for the Colts, so obviously you have to fade him. But Taylor will definitely get in the end zone this week, so that's my number one bet of this game. But if I had to choose a spread, I would go Dolphins minus one and a half. Jacoby Brissett revenge game. All right. Do you want me to just give you one? What do you, you can think? Put, you can put both. I'm pretty confident in the Dolphins. So you can put both. All right. So Taylor touchdown and Dolphins minus one and a half. Sorry, Jeremy. I skipped you. What do you think here? Oh, that's all good. All right, so it's going to be hard to find a bigger Carson Wentz hater than me. I think he's bad. I thought he was bad in Philly. I just don't think he's a great quarterback. He reminds me of Jared Goff as though like, he's just mentally not there on the field sometimes. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, the, I, I don't get this Dolphins nonsense either. There's so many weeks now that they've been favorited, and they're just not good. Um, so I'm in on the Colts' money line. And as a Jonathan Taylor fantasy football owner, he has yet to get in the end zone. He gets all these touches inside the 10. If there's a week for him to get back on track and get a touchdown, it's now. I like that bet with Zach. So I'm going Colts money line, and I'm also going to ride the Jonathan Taylor touchdown with Zach. Okay, cool. So Taylor touchdown and Colts money line. What do we have from you, Jack? Jeremy just read my mind, and – I'm just going to go straight to it. Um, This is my lock of the week. It's Colts money line and Jonathan Taylor touchdown. Uh, I don't get the Miami nonsense either. I don't think they're a bad team. I think Brian Flores is a good coach. I think he really is. Um, you know, quarterback play isn't that great. Uh, this is a week to get right for the Colts. They had a three tough matchups to open up the year. I think it was the Seahawks, the Rams, and the Titans. I mean, just can't get any harder than that, honestly. Yeah. Um, and they know what? They were in all the games, too and they're close i think they get the run game going with taylor this week i mean he's been okay it's just they've been downing games where they can't you know establish it yeah so that this is my lock of the week i think the colts money line and jonathan taylor touchdown easily all right beautiful you guys get good odds if you lock that in so lock that in asap because this line will change i guarantee you this shit will move i just know it will um next we have the carolina panthers versus the dallas cowboys this is a good matchup. This is going to be a test for both teams. Now, we're going to see what Darnold can do against a team that's established themselves as a force, especially offensively thus far. Uh, and we're going to see, you know, what the Cowboys can do against a team that they probably should beat if we consider all things. There is more star power on the Cowboys, right? We, we can all agree on that. 
Um, I'd be really, really curious to see how this one pans out. I actually hate it. I don't want to bet on this game at all. I think that I'm going to sit at over 50 and a half. I think that that's what I like. The Cowboys are putting up a lot of fucking points, and I think that they're going to continue to do that. And I know that the Panthers are capable of scoring. Cowboys D is kind of just mid. So I'm all over 50 and a half. I think this one's over 50 and a half. And, and I, don't, I don't even want to touch the, the fucking money lines or spreads. That looks like a disaster to me. So I'll ask you, Jeremy, what do you think about your Panthers? Oh, you know, I'm excited for this game. Panthers 3-0. and Super Bowl Sammy taking us to the promised land. Uh, I'm actually going to... Go the opposite of you here. I'm going the under. Um, Panthers, most sacks in the league, um, least rushing and passing yards and combined yards allowed per game. Um, we're averaging negative 0.5 yards per carry um, on before the running back makes contact. So we're not letting the running game get going, which is what they're going to need based on what I saw last night um, with Zeke. Once he got going, it was kind of game over there for the Eagles. So I'm going to go the under, and then you know I have to take the Panthers' money line. I mean, we've been doubted all year. They thought the Saints were going to smoke us. We came out and beat them. So I'm going to go Panthers' money line as kind of my homer pick, um, but then also under 50 and a half as my logical pick. Beautiful. Zach, what do you think? I am sorry, Jeremy, and this is going to be one of the few weeks I do. Oh, we lost you. We lost you, Zach. Can you hear me now? I can. Uh, I'm sorry, Jeremy, but this is going to be one of the rare weeks I fade the Panthers. I love them this year, but loss to CMC is a big loss. Chubba Hubbard, I mean, he might be good, but he's not going to be anything near what CMC is. The Cowboys defense is much improved. Trayvon Diggs looks like a lockdown corner, so there there goes DJ Moore. And I just think Cowboys offense is so overpowered, and they have the Panthers would have to score probably around 30 points to keep up in this game. I just don't see that happening, so I'm going Cowboys minus four and a half. Yeah, uh, and Dang, no faith in the Panthers D, huh? I do. It's just I don't know who can stop the Cowboys offense. We haven't seen a team stop them yet, and I mean the Bucks, even the Bucks defense. The Bucks defense is pretty good, and they couldn't stop. They couldn't stop Cowboys. That's why I just think the over. I think the over is fucking lock here. I think Carolina keeps it close. That's why I don't want to touch the spread. Um, but this this is a matchup to to really keep your eye out. This is probably the game of the one p.m. window, in my opinion. Um, all right, Jack, what do you think? I mean, this, I, as an Eagles fan, I mean, you never want to root for Dallas, but I think I'm going to go uh, alt spread here. Cowboys negative two and a half. You know, the Panthers, I, I like the Panthers. I like Matt Rule, old Philly Temple guy. And you know what? He's 3-0 this year. I, I like Sam Darnold. I don't hate him. But, I mean, the Panthers, like, no offense, Jeremy, but they really haven't played anyone. They played the Saints with no coaches at all. They had Ian Book from Notre Dame be their substitution guy. I mean, I, I just I like the Cowboys here. Like Zach said, that offense is overpowered. If they established a run game like they did last night against the Eagles, I mean, just wrap it up because that just opens up all the passing holes for Dak, Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, and then you have a Dalton Schultz last night tear the Eagles to shreds. Um I just I think if they establish the run game, and if their defense plays like they did last night too, I mean I couldn't stand that Trevon Diggs guy. I mean he was just talking so much. I mean I honestly hope he gets torched this week by DJ Moore or whoever he's guarding. I I I just couldn't stand that guy. I hate that shit. I mean I get it. Your hype division rival first home game of the year, but I don't know. I hate that cocky shit sometimes. It comes back to bite in the ass. But yeah, my pick here is the Cowboys negative two and a half all spread. All right, cool. 
Um, I mean, Diggs is a fucking lockdown corner. I think we've I've I've seen enough to say that he is fucking legitimate. Um, and we know what happens with corners. You know, look at Josh Norman. We saw enough to say he was legit, and then two years later, three years later, he's pretty much out of the fucking league. Um, so we'll see, but I think for the next couple of seasons, uh, Diggs is going to be a presence, Zach. You're, you're certainly right about that. Um, okay, so we'll move on to the New York Giants versus the New Orleans Saints. Um, I got bad feelings about this game. Uh, I'm going to go against my bad feelings and say that I'm, I'm all over the Saints here. Um, seven and a half point favorite, I would tease it down. To a touchdown, Saints look good last week against the Pats. Uh, at minus six and a half alt spread, you're at minus 140 on odds. So I think that that's probably safe. Giants, I haven't seen a single thing from them um, that that you know signals to me that they're turning a new leaf and and trying to get up to you know at least contend in that division. So I'm gonna go Saints here. Saints minus six and a half alt spread. Um, I think that's probably safe. What do you think, Jeremy? Yeah, no, um, I agree that this game absolutely reeks of something horrible going on. Um, but, I mean, the Giants are so bad. Like, it's evident at this point that they are the same Giants that they've been for the last three years, and Saquon's just kind of wasting away there. Um, not that he's having the best season, but, like, he's kind of just wasting his life being a New York Giant. Yep. Um, I don't necessarily like the spread at seven and a half. Um, but I would say I would take the Saints money line or um, teased uh, in a teaser. Um, but I'm not going to touch the seven and a half. So I mean, you can put me down for money line. That's kind of a gimme though at minus three sixty. I feel like. Um, yeah. But I'm going to be using them in teasers for sure. Okay. Uh, what do you think, Zach? You think the old spread? There you go. I don't think the old spread is needed here. Personally, I think the Saints blow them out. The Giants are just horrific. Danny Dimes is not the answer. Uh, their offensive line still poor. Defense is poor. Uh, Saints are just a better all-around team. I think Jameis probably throws two to three touchdowns. Kamara scores one to two, and I think the Saints cover easily. Okay, so you got Saints seven and a half. Beautiful. Um, what do you think, Jack? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to agree here. This is a terrible game. I mean, <laughs> I like the Saints. I like Jameis. Uh, the Giants are looking just horrific. I remember people saying Daniel Jones, this and that. I mean... You know, the guy's athletic. That's cool and everything. The guy just the guy just stinks, though. I, I don't think he'll be that good. Maybe he'll go somewhere else and be okay, but I don't know. The Giants' defense isn't bad either. I think they're okay. I mean, it's just the, I just don't think the Giants are going to be horrifically bad this year. Um, uh, I think I'm going to go to the Saints, negative six and a half all spread. Yeah, that I sounds good. I think if, as long as Jameis, you know, stays calm and keeps everything under wraps and doesn't go, you know, his old Jameis where he has like a bad three-pick game, I mean, I, th- I think this is an easy win for the Saints, at least by a touchdown. All righty. Um, what do we have next? Oh, oh, here it is. We have the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't even really want to talk about it. They are minus seven and a half right now. Um. Eagles are weird backdoor cover vibe givers this season. I can't explain it to you exactly. Um, But I just think that they have backdoor late play, blown up play, um, cover potential in garbage time. So I'm going to take the Chiefs 
but I'm going to alt it down to six and a half. I do think they win by a touchdown, but I'm not confident taking that extra point there. So I'm going to buy it down. I'm going to take uh, Chiefs minus six and a half um, at minus 130. A lot of games here that, that I want to buy down to a touchdown. So I'm going to go ahead and, and start doing that now um, or continue doing that rather and take Chiefs minus six and a half against my Eagles. Uh, what do you think, Jeremy? Yeah, um, after what I saw yesterday, I'm back on my Eagles hate train. I took them week one to beat the Falcons. That was cool and all, but I'm back to them being bad at football. Um, give me the Chiefs. I'm going to buy down to six and a half as well for a regular bet, but then just a smaller size bet, I'm also going to go Chiefs minus 13 and a half. I could see the Chiefs really getting back on board this week and just absolutely running away with this football game. So give me them both, minus six and a half and 13 and a half. Minus six and a half and 13 Okay. What do we think, Zach? All right. This is my lock of the week. It is Chiefs minus seven and a half. Andy Reid, revenge game against his old team. Uh, like Jeremy said, Chiefs just lost two games back to back. Division, uh, two division. Oh, no, not the Ravens and then the Chargers. Well, both games, they could have easily won. Pat Mahomes is going to be very angry. They're not used to losing like this. And I just, the, the way the Eagles played yesterday, there's just no chance they can keep up with the Chiefs or stop them. And I also like Miles Sanders' touchdown because the Chiefs have allowed six tu- six touchdowns to running back so far this year. Okay. I have a lot to say about Miles Sanders, but I'm just going to save it. Um, <laughs> What do you think, Jack? You know, man, this sucks after watching last night's game. You hate the, like, seven-and-a-half spreads. They're just so tough. Yeah, they suck. Uh, they really do. I mean, this – talk about a get-right game for Kansas City. I mean, I always liked Andy Reid. Um, I hope he's doing okay after the whole hospital visit and stuff. I don't know. This this game's just – you never like betting against your team, you know? It's tough. But, I mean, I just think this is a get-right game for the Chiefs, as much as I hate to say it. I see a lot of points being put up on the board, but that over can be sketchy because you saw the Eagles go full off the rails yesterday with those Hurts picks and stuff. Yep. It's in Philly, but I think I'm going to go with the alt down here, six and a half. Okay. Play it safe. With the Chiefs. Yeah. And you do hate to bet against your teams. It, but it's, it's tough, man. It really is. I've gotten really comfortable doing it yeah. because no, I'm an Eagles fan. A sports fan, it's not hard either. <laughs> no. Sixers, Phillies. The Sixers are the one team that I don't do it. Like, I won't bet against my, I won't bet against the Sixers. Um, and maybe that's just because, you know, I have a, a real serious love for them. Um, but with yeah. the whole Simmons thing here, I mean, I'm going to have to start getting used to fucking betting against the Sixers. We'll be on a five-hour-long talk about that. Yeah, maybe th- that'll be the, We'll do the 30 for 30 on the Simmons drama um, <laughs> once he gets his landing spot. Uh, okay, so we'll move on to the Texans versus the Bills. This is an absolute monstrosity of a line. Bills are minus 16 and a half um, at minus 105. I absolutely hate this. And I'm going to take Bills minus 16 and a half. I never do this. Ever, ever, ever. I love the Bills, though. Um, I love Josh Allen. I think this is a week where we see Stefan Diggs get in the end zone two or three times. A Mondo week for him and Allen, both fantasy-wise. Um, I, I don't know. Like, the Texans, there's nothing about the Texans that makes me think that they cover 16 and a half. They look fucking horrendous. Um, I'm all over the Bills here. It's, it's really that simple. Bills minus 16 and a half. Lock me the fuck in. Um, what do you think, Jeremy? Yeah, in all reality, um, when Sunday comes, I will not be touching this game. Uh, 16 and a half is absolutely out of control. That's how you know the Texans might be the worst football team ever put together. Um, I feel bad yeah. for Brandon Cooks. I mean, he's just sitting there doing his thing, and he's he has nobody to help him. At least he had Deshaun last year. 
Um, but yeah, I'm going to take Bills 16 and a half. Texans are horrible. They need to either get Deshaun Watson on the field or trade him and get some talent. Um, there's a lot of teams looking for quarterbacks. Steelers could use them. Um, but yeah, Bills minus 16 and a half. Yeah, the Steelers, I mean, they already have a rapist as quarterback. They can just get the new version. They can just get yeah, rape, what's another one? rape 2.0. It doesn't, doesn't matter to them. So let's just get a new one. Come on, Rooney. Get in there. Um, what do we have, Zach? What do you think? I am all over Bills minus 16 and a half. Oh, they beat brother. The football team. They, beat, they beat the football <laughs> team by 22 last week. Dolphins by 35 the prior week. The Bills do exactly what they're supposed to do to bad teams. They kill them, and they prove how much better they are. And the Texans are substantially worse than the Dolphins and the football team. So I just don't see how this game could be any closer than those games. So Bills minus 16 and a half. All right. There's a lot of confidence. What do we have, Jack? Yeah, you know, I really feel like if Tyrod Taylor was the quarterback, this line wouldn't be as crazy because, you know what, he wasn't looking that bad. Yeah. And the Texans weren't looking that bad as a team with him at quarterback. I mean, they this Davis Mills guy, I mean, he must have been picked up off the streets because, I mean, I don't – I mean, he's still keeping Brandon Cook's fantasy relevant, though, so you love to see that. Um, it's, you just hate to see this big of lines, and especially in, like, an NFL game, you know. Yeah. It's tough. But I think I think I think I'll roll with the Bills Mafia here and go sixteen and a half. Also, it's tempting to take the Texans. You know, plus sixteen and a half is a lot of points. Yeah, but, it is. I mean, how it's just if the Bills haven't been looking as good as they have these last two weeks, I would definitely go Texans. But the Bills look on point now after that Week One loss to the Steelers and who how the hell did they lose to them and how bad the Steelers look now? Yeah, it's crazy how things can flip that fast, but. Yeah, I think I'm going to roll with the Bills and I get 16 and a half. All right, cool. We have game of the 4 p.m. window. I mean, this is a fucking banger. The Arizona Cardinals take on the Los Angeles Rams. Probably the teams that I'm high on or the most high on. Um, the Rams, certainly. I mean, they're going to win their division. It's not even a question. And the Cards, who look fantastic as well. Ah, Cards are plus four and a half. Um, so they are the underdogs here. Rams, I, oh, this is hard. If the Rams win, they're going to win by a touchdown. So I think four and a half is perfect if you are feeling the Rams. I don't necessarily know if I am feeling the Rams. I think that there has to be a week here where the Rams like severely underperform and things fall off. Um, you know, there's nothing that leads me. Like there's no there's no concrete evidence that makes it seem like that's gonna happen, but I'm feeling it in you know feeling it in my heart that that's gonna happen because even the best teams that happens to right you know, look at the Chiefs right now they're they're slumping. Uh, I think that that could happen this week. I actually think that the Cards had a bad week last week against the Jags. They should have beat them by fucking sixty. Um, and I think that that high powered offense gets really back to the way it was. They don't have to rely on their defense so much. Um, and I'm gonna take I'm actually gonna take Cards money line. Um, I think that they win this. They are plus 176 on the money line. Not a great value, to be honest with you. Um, but that's where my heart is. I'm with Kyler. Uh, cards plus 176 on the money line. Jeremy, what do you think? Yeah. Um, so Rams, my favorite team outside of the Panthers this year. Last year it was the Bills. Um, but this year I'm loving the Rams. I love Matt Stafford. Uh, I mean, he was a great quarterback in Detroit, but he was in Detroit, sadly. Um, I'm going to take the Rams, uh, minus four and a half, but then I also want to touch on, I told everyone it was either last week or two weeks ago. I said, get the Rams to win their division while the Niners were the favorite 
If you didn't listen, you better listen now. This is going to be the last week that they're plus money to win the division. They're plus 115 still. It's not as good value as it was, but to get them a plus 115 is a hell of a pick, which also reminds me, I told everyone after week one to get the Bills to win their division. They were minus 110, and now the Bills look like the Bills again, people. We got to be listening here. Um, what do you think, Zach? I was checking lines last night, and I know I know for a fact it was Cardinals plus six at the time. So the fact that it's already shifted that much makes me want to take the Rams even more. Yeah, I I think if DeAndre Hopkins is fully healthy this week, he obviously wasn't last week. If he is fully healthy, he's, he still will probably be neutralized a little bit by Ramsey. I think uh, Donald will be able to get to the quarterback, at least make Kyler scramble a little bit more, make him – make crazy plays all game, not just once in a while. And that defense is good enough to make them throw a few picks or so. And the Rams offense has just looked unbelievable. Obviously, Cooper Cup has been the best receiver in football. I, um, I'm all over Rams minus four and a half. Okay, cool. And Jeremy, just to lock in, what was what was your pick? I lost it. I erased it by accident. Uh, Rams minus four and a half. All right, cool. Uh, Jack, what do you think? Yeah, I saw that too. Uh, what Zach said, it was like negative six last night. And it's moving and moving. Um, you know, I think the Rams look like a phenomenal team. They look like the best team in the NFL. Phil McVay proven why he's still top three coach in the NFL. And, I mean, the Cardinals, if they play like they did last week against the Jags, I think the Rams steamroll them. But, I mean, I feel like the Cardinals got away with that because they played a very horrific team in the Jags. Um, Kyler looks a little different this year, which is cool. I like that. Um, Stafford proven while why he's just always been so underrated. I mean, McVay's a great offensive coach too. It's just a perfect connection. Cooper Cup, it's my guy. Um, love to see him succeed too. Um, I think I'm gonna roll with the Rams negative four and a half. I I just I just think they look so good. Aaron Donald, best player in the NFL, arguably. Jalen Ramsey, the best cornerback in the NFL. This team just has Super Bowl written all over it. So, yeah, that's my pick. The Rams, negative four and a half. All right, cool. Um, all righty. I am alone. We will move on to the Seattle Seahawks versus the San Francisco 49ers. The Seahawks are somehow a fucking underdog. I don't know what's going on with the Niners suckage either. I don't understand it. It's the same with the Dolphins. I think the Niners fucking suck. Until they get a real quarterback, Jimmy G is not a real quarterback, I'm fading the Niners into fucking oblivion. I'm all over Seahawks' money line. Seahawks plus 132. They got to bounce back after that awful performance against the Vikings. And this is how they do it. Seahawks' money line, never a doubt. That's plus 132, baby. Get all over it right now. Uh, Jeremy, what do you think? Yeah, um, Jimmy G, after last week, officially 24-9 as a starter. Those losses are going to keep going up, and that record's going to look worse and worse until they eventually get Trey Lance in there. Give me the Seahawks money line. They're the better football team. I mean, the 49ers, yeah, they got a good defense. Um, but, I mean, Seahawks got a lot of offensive weapons, and I think they're going to win this game outright. Let's fucking go. Zach, what do you think? I think the 49ers absolutely suck. I, I also don't understand the suckage of them. I mean, they, they were good two years ago when they made the Super Bowl, but Jimmy G has not gotten any better. He's going to be replaced soon. They, I mean, they bring in Trey Lance on goal line because they don't trust that Jimmy G can score. So I think, and the fact that the 49ers have so many corners out with the receiving core that the Seahawks have, I think they have a field day as well. Plus 132, money line, all over it. Yep. And what do we think, Jack? Yeah, I'm going to have to agree here with everyone else. Um, 
Seattle money line is great value right now. Uh, you know, they had a tough loss last week against the Vikings. But I don't get the 49ers suckage either. I mean, like, it, it's kind of outrageous. It's almost on Dolphin level. It, it is. They have, you know what? Kyle Shanahan is a great coach, but they have a lot of injuries every year now for no reason. I don't know why. Ever since that Super Bowl year, um, they just, I, I'm going to have to roll with Seattle money line. I just love their offense. Love DK and Lockett, Chris Carson. I think it's too much. I think Seattle gets back on track here on the road. I agree. Baltimore, Zach, right? Go ahead. Oh, Zach just reminded me. Did, are they? Did they just re-sign Richard Sherman too? No, I actually no. saw a report that the Panthers were interested in him. I don't know how true oh, that is. Though. Yep, they oh, reached out. I, they reached out to him. Okay, I swear someone signed him this morning because I knew they were having issues. Isn't he still in like legal trouble or something? What does he do? He like be, he, he like rob a bank? He, or no, <laughs> no, no. He got in a. Oh, <laughs> I'm laughing because he didn't rob a bank. He um, he rolled up to his ex-wife's house, recently divorced, with a bottle of Hennessy in his hand and a banged-up car. So um, it's like dr- drunk driving shit and, you know, domestic abuse or allegedly. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. He's actually visiting the Buccaneers right now. Oh, fun fact. Jesus Christ. All right. How much help does Brady need? Honestly. He's just getting mental patients down there, dude. He just wants all the fucking psychos. He's got Mike Evans, who's fucking insane, gets in a fight every game. AB, who literally has 12 brain cells left and four different types of CTE. And then you have domestic abuser and drunk driver in Richard Sherman. So And Gronk has about six brain cells. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. The bigger um, the scumbag, the better the football player, I like that, to say. That's how the Cowboys used to do it. Now it's just the Bucks. Um, all right, so we have the Baltimore Ravens versus the Denver Broncos. Broncos are the favorite. Broncos are a one-point favorite, and this is a mess, and I want to stay as far away from it as I possibly fucking can. I like the over at 44.5. That's where I'm going to go. Um, life's too short to bet the under. I can't tell you what way this game's going to go. It could go either way. I'm all over Teddy right now, so... I'm just going to fade myself because I don't want him to let me down. And I'm going to take the over at 44 and a half. Jeremy? Yeah. um, I'm a huge Teddy Bridgewater guy. I actually drafted him as my third quarterback in both of my two quarterback leagues. Um, He's been good all year. Um, But I think having them as the favorites against the Ravens is a little generous. I agree. Yeah. Um, so with that being said, I'm just going to go Ravens money line. I do think it could go either way, but I think having them as the favorite against the Ravens is just a little generous in my opinion. So I'll take the Ravens at minus one Oh two and, uh, ride Lamar, baby. Cool. Zach, what do you think? I could sit here for hours and talk shit on the Broncos. Honestly, I think right now in the current state of the NFL, they're the most overrated team just because of the teams they've played They're Oh, and nine combined. So they have literally proven nothing. Their defenses look great. Teddy B has definitely looked good. Uh, that offense is – they have good. They have a great run game. They have lost two receivers, so it's really only Sutton and Tim Patrick right now. But I, I, I'm all over the Ravens here. I, the Ravens are such a better team. They're not going to be able to stop Lamar. Nobody can, and I, I don't know. I, just, I think the Ravens win by double digits. I don't think the Broncos are good. I just think that the Ravens are not good either. I, I think that they're, they're really – fraudulent so jack what do you think yeah i'm gonna agree with you on that statement i mean baltimore sitting at two and one little little lucky win against the lions there i mean that was ugly 
thank, thankful for that Clyde Edwards Hilaire fumble. I mean, that screwed all of us, and then that that was just sickening. Yeah. And you know they and I mean they looked good against the Raiders on Monday Night Football in that first week, and they fell apart, which is just weird. I don't know. I mean. The Ravens do have a lot of injuries also. I mean, Lamar's missing some key guys. Um, they lost all those running backs in the beginning of the year. Lamar, I love Lamar. I think he's cool. I love his game. Tough. I mean, but then again, like Zach said with the Broncos, I mean, they haven't played anyone yet. It's yeah. kind of like, are they, are they legit? I think their defense is legit. Their defense has always been good for some reason. You know, they, it's just that, that Broncos vibe of Von Miller always leading everyone. It's just like always been good no matter who they have over on the defensive side of the ball this game is tough negative one and a half it's pretty much just like take the money line um this is a tough game i mean i'm i'm leaning towards ravens i think they're the better team so i think i'm gonna go with zach here and take the ravens money line all right but it wouldn't shock me if you know the broncos prove everyone wrong teddy bridgewater's a game manager and it wouldn't shock me if they win too so it's a tough game but i go ravens money line cool Next, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Green Bay Packers. We're coming to the end here, and my iPad's dying, so we got to hurry up. Um, Packers are a seven-point favorite. I think that that's fair. Um, I This game stinks like shit. Something weird's going to happen. I just know that it's going to happen, um, and I know I'm going to get burned. Uh, but I'm going to take Packers uh, minus 6.5. I'm going to alt it down um, just because I think that with the Steelers, their injuries, um, and Big Ben, who I I promise you Big Ben won't play in this game. Something's going to happen from between now and then. Um, he's either going to say that he's injured or he's going to actually be injured, and we're it's, it's just going to be a mess. I have bad feelings. And if he does play, then that's even worse. So I'm going to take Packers minus 6.5. Still don't know if we're going to have Deontay Johnson back um, for the Steelers in this game, and I just don't care. I don't think the Najee Harris show is going to get off the ground against the fucking Packers. Uh, it's just not going to happen. I like the Packers minus six and a half. Um, they need to get some a couple wins in a row here, and I think that they they continue to win. Um, so yeah, Packers minus six and a half. Alt, what do you think, Jeremy? Uh yeah. Well, after last week, I'm forever um, indebted to the Packers and Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. I mean, that last drive cashed a our underdog parlay, which was the Falcons Saints. Packers at plus eleven twenty three or something. Um, so I mean, I have a tough time going against the Packers the rest of the season, man. I'm just gonna go Packers minus seven because they helped me out last week. So yep, give me a minus seven. May, uh, I'll just go six and a half with you. That way, there's no push option. Yep, sounds good. What do you think, Zach? I don't want to say too many words about the Steelers because there may be kids watching, listening. Uh, I could I could talk about hours for about them. Uh, the Packers are so much better. Big Ben cannot play quarterback in the NFL anymore. Oh, if Dwayne Haskins come in comes in, he might be better, but he still can't play quarterback in the NFL. And I just the, the Packers are just they outmatched them here. The, Bengals, the Steelers just got embarrassed by the Bengals. Uh, Packers minus seven, possibly even minus ten. All okay, cool. I'm gonna lock you in at minus seven just for safety reasons. Um, what do you think, Jack? I mean, whatever what all you guys said. I mean, Big Ben looks toast. Um, I love Najee Harris. He looks like a specimen as a running back. I mean, just get that guy a decent offensive line and a better quarterback. I mean, he looks like he could be amazing. Um, I don't think that was a bad pick for them in the first round. No. But it's not what they needed. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, Green Bay looks like they're rolling now. I mean, a nice little close win against the uh, 49ers last week on Sunday Night Football. Um, probably going to ride with the Packers here, negative seven also. I just think the Steelers just dealing with those injuries at wide receiver with Juju and Deontay is questionable. I mean, I mean, you can just see another blowout. I mean, the Bengals just beat the Steelers at home by two touchdowns. I mean, what are the Packers going to do in Lambeau against them? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the New England Patriots up next. Tom Brady meets Bill Belichick at Gillette. Oh, this is going to be a game full of emotion for, you know, the weird Tom Brady slurpers. Um, not for me. I don't give a fuck. I All I know is that it's... Honestly, I think the Bucs could probably win by 30 in this game. Um, Tom Brady is a freak, and he's going to want to go back um, and ruin the life of the guy who gave him a career. So he's going to go back there, and he's going to destroy... Um, the Patriots and Mac Jones. And I think that, you know, Bucks minus six and a half is probably the play for me. But I, I can see them winning by literally four touchdowns. Um I'm I'm all over Bucks minus six and a half at minus one fifteen though. So alt that one down, um, guys, if you can. And what do you think, Jeremy? Yeah, I mean we talked about it last week. Um we were all texting saying Bucks minus five and a half when the line was still at five and a half. I loved them at five and a half. I still love them at seven. Bucks minus seven. The Patriots are not very good. Um the Buccaneers very good. So yeah, Buccaneers minus seven. That should be an easy one. What do you think, Zach? Well, it was obvious the way the NFL made the schedule this year, which I mean I don't mind it because it's good for television, but Brady is going to break the all-time passing record this week against his former team. I I don't the Patriots aren't very good. Mac Jones is decent, but he's not good enough to beat Tom Brady and I, I don't see how this game is within 20 points. Buccaneers minus 7. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Um what do you think, Jack? Yeah, I'm going to agree here. Take the Bucs negative 7. I mean, no questions asked. Um I mean, if- I like Gronk touchdown too here. He looks like he's going to play this week. I mean, you know for a fact he's playing this week, even if he has a broken leg. I, I like Gronk to spike into the end zone and Bucks negative seven. I mean, there's nothing else to it. Cool. I got you locked in for Gronk TD and Bucks minus seven. And Zach's game of the week. This is this is the bowl between him and his dad. His dad a Raiders fan and he a Chargers fan. Las Vegas takes on the Los Angeles Chargers. Do you know if this game's at SoFi or if it's in the black hole? Do you know? It's in SoFi. It's in SoFi. Okay, so this game's at SoFi. Um, Chargers, uh, they're they're minus three and a half, so they got a three-point bump for um, just home game. So really, Vegas thinks that they're only a half-point favorite. That's disgraceful. Uh, It's disrespectful. I think the Chargers are a much better team than the Raiders. Raiders, they cannot be 4-0. They just cannot. So I'm taking Raiders or Chargers. I'm taking Chargers money line. I I don't want to touch the three and a half point spread. I just don't like the hook. So I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Chargers money line at minus one eighty four. What do you think, Jeremy? Um, yeah, uh, I've been hating on the Raiders all year. Um, but I don't know. They keep pulling out some nonsense. They no. really keep doing it. Um, but. Zach is a Chargers fan, so I'm not going to pick the Raiders. Um, I'll just go with the over, but just know I do think there's some value in the Raiders' money line. Zach, what do you think? I just know it's very refreshing to have a coach that actually has balls. I know it it was very dumb for them to pass on the, what, two-yard line to Mike Williams' back-to-back plays. It worked out, obviously, and it showed that Herbert and the coach have balls, and that's what you have to do to beat teams like the Chiefs. And they, they actually are looking like a complete team for once that can finish games. 
Uh, the defenses look fantastic. Herbert has obviously looked great. Derek Carr has looked great too, but I don't care. Chargers minus three and a half. Jack, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, ball down brawl between the Wyatt family here. Um, I, I'll go Chargers money line with you, Evan, here. I mean, three and a half is weird. I, I think the Raiders aren't a bad team. I mean, John Gruden, I mean, this guy's a dog. His own stomping grounds on Monday Night Football. I mean, if it was in Las Vegas, I mean, tides might have been switched a little bit here, but I think uh, uh, Herbert looks amazing. I mean, this guy's just going to be good for years to come. Uh, yeah, I'm going to roll with Chargers money line here. It ends it out. Okay, sounds good. Now, what we're going to do for you guys here, since we've picked all of our bets, is quickly give you our top bet of the week. So our best bet out of what uh, out of all the things that we just picked. And then Jeremy usually gives you like a couple plays. So um, I'm not going to write the plays down this week. I'm going to write down best bet. Um, so if you guys, you know, if you listen to the show, you get Jeremy's plays. If you don't listen to the show and you just read, you know, the Instagram or the Twitter, you don't get the plays. So go fuck yourself. You're listening, you get the benefit. My best bet of the week, I I truly believe it in my heart of hearts, it's Seahawks money line. I'm all over it at plus one thirty two. That's my bet of the week. I just know that it's gonna hurt me, but I'm I'm all over it. That that's my bet of the week. Um yeah, I I'm I'm so 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 sure. Um what do you think, Jeremy? Um, I got some tough decision making here, so I'm gonna let Zach and Jack go first, and then I'm gonna round this off if that's cool. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, uh, Zach, what do you think? I'm gonna say my best bet of the week is Ravens money line at minus 102. Love the value. Think they're a way better team. Think they're gonna win. All right. Um, it's Raven. What's the um odds? Minus 102. Yes. All right. Cool. And Jack, what do you think? So, stuck between two after thinking about the Gronk and Brady, but I think I'm going to roll my gut here, and I don't know what the odds are, but it's, you know how, like, on, you can do, like, the parlay, the Colts and Jonathan Taylor touchdown com- combination? Yeah, hold on one second. Uh, Let's see if I can find it for you. Yeah. That... You said Gronk, right? No, well, no, no, no. That's what I was saying. I was stuck between two, but I'm going to roll with the Jonathan Taylor touchdown and Colts money line as my lock. Okay. All right. Yeah, they don't have that, but yeah, um, I don't have it up yet. But that you can parlay that, or you know, you know what I mean. You could do like the combination. I think that value is good because I mean the Colts are like what plus, yeah, plus money right now. I mean, then the Jonathan Taylor touchdown. I think he's due. I just think that's that's just my lock of the week. All right. Cool. Uh, Jeremy, are you ready or not yet? Yeah. So I was I was stuck there and i was gonna go with jonathan taylor touchdown as my lock of the week although my touchdown scores have been horrible lately but he there's never been anyone more due than jonathan taylor at this point but because jack went with it he made my life easy i'm taking the buccaneers spread as my lock of the week there's going to be more tom brady fans at the game than there's going to be new england fans uh they're all going to be rooting for tom it's basically just going to be another home game for him um, I'm going to them minus seven as my lock of the week. And then another teaser this week, last one cashed. Let's hope this one cashes too. Uh, plus seven uh, teaser we're going to go with. So you get the Titans against the Jets. You're going to get the Titans at minus half a point. So essentially money line. Okay. Except if in the rare case that they tie, which hopefully that doesn't happen. Um, you're going to get the Chiefs minus half a point against the Eagles. 
you are going to get the Seahawks plus 10 against the Niners because, as we said, they shouldn't even be underdogs, but we'll take some bonus points there. And then you are going to get the Buccaneers uh, at zero points, so flat, against the Patriots. So that is Titans, Chiefs, Seahawks, Bucks, seven-point teaser plus 180. All right, so that you know that's safe for maybe a 50 spot, something like that. Get your money up. Um... You know, that could be one of your safe bets. I like that a lot. Um, all right. I think that's it. Uh, unless anybody else has anything special to add. No? Okay. I'm good. All right. Nope. Looking well, forward to next week. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Thank you guys all for um, for joining me this week again. And thank you guys all for listening. Make sure you check us out on social media at Post20Pod. These picks are posted on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, tune into the main show, which will be, um, excuse me, recorded tomorrow. Um, we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you next week or tomorrow, depending. Um, but in the meantime, take care of yourselves and uh, good luck. Take care. Thank you for having me. You got it. Yep, you. you got it, guys. See ya. Right.